Welcome to the She Recovers podcast, a collection of audio posts, interviews, and talks curated for our She Recovers community. I'm Taryn Strong, co-founder with my mother, Dawn Nickel, of She Recovers. We believe that we're all recovering from something. And here on She Recovers podcast, we examine the healing power of connection and intentional living, as well as what happens in our lives when we put down our past stories and pick up our soul's true purpose. You can find out more about She Recovers, our intentions and guiding principles, upcoming events and retreats, recovery coaching, online yoga, and so much more on our website, sherecovers.co. On today's She Recovers podcast, we hear from Esther Nicholson. You may remember Esther from our She Recovers LA conference in September of 2018. Esther led one of the most popular breakout sessions of that event, the Finding Forgiveness Workshop. She also helped make our closing event exceptional with her performance of Forever Young. Esther is a recovery coach, author, speaker, and recording artist. You can find more about her and her work at her website, estherNicholson.com. Today, Esther reads us her post entitled, Forgiveness, The Journey Home. Forgiving someone who has abused you, blindsided you with abandonment, betrayal, and rejection, it is the hardest freaking thing you will ever have to do. I know from first-hand experience, what it's like to be born to a mother who couldn't show you love, but freely showed your face to the back of her hand. I know what it's like to give your heart to a man who suddenly forgets that he loves you and speaks to you as if you're his fifth cousin's gardener. I have felt the cut of betrayal by someone who thought I was my ride-or-die sister-girlfriend, but who apparently was having a totally different relationship with me than I was having with her. I've had that sick feeling in the pit of my gut by having my name omitted out of my own brother's obituary. Ouch. But I had to forgive. I had to, or I was going to die. I had to be willing to die to my story, my seemingly justifiable blame and need for revenge so that I could truly be alive again. And so that the years that the locusts had eaten could be restored back to me. I'm writing this blog because I've learned something really profound this time round in my life. My life experience has provided something of real substance to teach. But the biggest reason for writing this blog is because I need for you to know that true emotional and spiritual liberation is possible and it is real. It is possible, and it is your divine birthright. But in order to have it, you must want it more than you want that relationship, that career, the money, or anything else. You've got to want it. You've got to want the real you more than anything else in the world. The real you. She's waiting for you to return home to your authentic, badass self. Trust me. If I can do it, 
anybody can. As I said, forgiveness is the most challenging thing you will be called upon to do for yourself, not for others, but for yourself. Because if you don't deal with your stuff, beloved, trust me, your stuff will find a way to deal with you. It is an emotional and spiritual requirement to forgive if we want to experience true freedom, fulfillment, health, and prosperity. Not because there's some judgmental higher power up there somewhere that requires us to forgive others in order for us to be forgiven. As stated in the Lord's Prayer, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. No, that's an outdated power dynamic of forgiveness that will never work because that kind of forgiveness is based in the illusion that you have to kiss up to the big guy. And there is no big guy up there. The power is truly within you. And be a doormat for people who were abusing you. I later learned when I finally got up off the floor out of the fetal position for the millionth time, that I must profoundly forgive others in order to return to my authentic and essential nature of wholeness, empowerment, confidence, and safety. I must raise my energetic frequency to the level of that desire and that reality. Because until I did that, my life was like having one foot on the accelerator and the other on the brake. I was pushing and pushing and going absolutely nowhere but under. Let's get real. Sometimes it feels downright delicious to hate on, judge, and have a running negative commentary about the person who has harmed us. When we are in resentment, we run an automatic program that incessantly cycles our negative narrative over and over again, even when we're pretending to think about other things. It's so insidious that it feels normal because some of us have held on to anger and resentment for so long and have identified with it so completely that we can't tell whether real versus imaginary us is anymore. We are unconscious to the realization that resentment is the very reason we are blocked from vibrant health, success, financial abundance, and fulfillment. I've been in recovery for 33 years and have written 20 fourth step inventories on my mother. For those of you who are familiar with the 12 steps of recovery, fourth step inventory is very important to that process. The fourth step may have saved my life, but it didn't restore my life. It gave me a sense of release and it released layers of false perceptions and pain, but it didn't get me home. I still quite enjoyed hating and blaming my mother for every terrible thing that ever happened in my life, even though because of the fourth step, the pain was easier to bear. To bear. Through years of experimenting with every healing modality I could think of, so I could finally feel safe in my own body empowered, confident, and free. I uncovered the necessary steps to achieve deep and lasting forgiveness. I call it the healing code of forgiveness. It is the forgiveness process that is based on the teachings of soul recovery, which are effective, powerful, and yes, even guaranteed 
to work if you are willing to see things from an entirely different perspective and commit yourself to it. There's a link at the end of this blog for more information if you're interested. Soul Recovery Forgiveness acknowledges that we have been deeply hurt and must make room on our healing journey to fully process our pain about the situation. Often the people we are holding resentment towards have caused us much more harm than we've ever caused them. While we acknowledge that fact and show ourselves deep compassion throughout this process, we also cannot pull over and park in the pain and story of the past or be in competition about who did what to whom. It is our story that holds us in place. Once we have identified, acknowledged, and processed wounded emotions, we must go deeper than the event or circumstance and get down to the elemental causes and conditions because that's where the boundary to our freedom lies. Our business is to heal and to set ourselves free no matter who caused more harm. And the first step is to be willing to understand that. While we may indeed feel abandoned, rejected, betrayed, unsafe, and not good enough, we must also accept that a particular person, though connected to those emotions, is not the cause of our suffering. They simply point to our deeper core beliefs and attachments that were likely present before we even came into contact with that particular person or situation. Our minds are so powerfully adaptive that we have inadvertently and subconsciously attracted the people, conditions, and experiences that are a perfect match to the core wounds and hardwired negative beliefs we hold about ourselves. Like attracts like. It's nothing personal, it's just the law universal law. Have you ever disconnected or dropped someone from your life because they hurt and abused you or didn't respect your boundaries just to find yourself having the same experience with a different person over and over again? Why? Because the core wounds and beliefs embedded in your awareness follow you wherever you go and will show up in most of your relationships and experiences. Remember what I stated earlier. If you don't deal with your stuff, your stuff will deal with you. It will find you. I used to think that I had an invisible banner written across my forehead that read, all really screwed up and emotionally unavailable men, please come be my man. Because I kept repeating the same unhealthy relationship patterns with the same man in a different body, living in a different zip code over and over again. I have come to understand that it wasn't the men in my life that was at the root of my problems. It was the belief system I held about myself and the core wounds I lugged around with me everywhere I went and every single day. I also used to believe that my mother was the cause of my core wounds until I came to the radical understanding that as awful and abusive as she was to me, that she was not the cause of my pain but the mirror of it. Trust me, this was not easy for me. I came into that understanding kicking and screaming because I was invested in my story, that my mother was the reason for every terrible thing that had ever happened to me. But my ultimate realization 
set me free. This is a pretty radical idea because from our wounded perspective, we justifiably think, how the hell am I responsible for the pain when I was the victim of abuse? I totally understand any resistance that may be coming up for you right now. This was a difficult transition for me to make as well. But it is the very releasing of your resistance to seeing your pain from a different and higher perspective that will set you free. What I'm about to say is radical and extremely sensitive, but I must share this perspective with you. Not to give you back your power, you never lost your power, but to support you in remembering the power within your very being that's never left you. Beloved, we are eternal beings. Our souls are infinite and unlimited. We live in an orderly universe and are indeed expressions of that universe. We are not independent of it. We are it. If the universe were not orderly, harmonious, and perfect, it would implode and destroy itself. It would not have existed for billions and even beyond that of years. From this larger perspective, we have soul contracts and agreements that are working out that we are working out on many different levels. We are so powerful that we have courageously chosen to heal at this time in our existence, no matter what it takes. And there are times when it has taken us to our knees in pain, confusion, and despair. We didn't choose our experiences on a level that we are consciously aware of, and we don't become consciously aware until our souls know that we're ready for it. You are not to blame, and there are no mistakes. But you have chosen to be here in this lifetime. Your soul has chosen to be here in this lifetime. The opportunity is given to heal our karmic vows and agreements to unworthiness, shame, abandonment, and all of the other life-diminishing addictions that keep us disconnected from our higher self. Our souls do not require that we suffer, but it does require us to awaken to our authentic, amazing, and powerful selves. Our egos, on the other hand, sometimes have to be shocked, traumatized, and dragged into reawakening to what we really are and who we are destined to be as whole, perfect, and complete expressions of the infinite. Holding others to account for the offenses they have perpetrated upon us is not wrong. That's called discernment and not being in denial about the facts. But the facts of our life do not have the final say about who we are. Yay! Blaming the guilty for our core beliefs about ourselves is disempowering because it means that we are enslaved and in bondage to our suffering until they change or apologize. And even if it came to pass, has any apology ever really set you free? Probably not. An apology may temporarily validate the position and perspective you are holding on to, but it doesn't have the power to set you free. It substantiates your rightness, but not your joy. Healing the core wounds that others have ripped the bandages off of and re-triggered is independent of whether anyone ever apologizes, changes, or forgives us. Our freedom is independent of any person, circumstance, or condition. 
Forgiveness sets us free and gets us home. Where's home? Well, home is your real, authentic, empowered, clear, centered, and confident self. That's your home. Home base. For every condition, there is a divine and perfect solution and the perfect tools to reveal the healing that is perfect for you. You don't have to figure this out or do it alone. Let's get down to the core of your forgiveness process and get you safely home, back to your real self. So if you're interested in using the healing code of forgiveness process, I have created a powerful video series that takes you step by step through the forgiveness process, which includes inner child healing, EFT, which is emotional freedom technique, healing karmic agreements with your core wounds, and energetically facing and releasing the person who you have been holding resentment towards. In this course, I take you through the forgiveness process from beginning to end, and you don't need to know anything special to follow this powerful and transformative path. I highly recommend it. The Udemy link is at the bottom of the transcript, the blog of this talk that I'm giving to you right now. And so right now, beloved, I want you to just take a nice deep healing breath from the base of your spine to the crown of your head. And when you exhale, I want you to just say peace. As I take you into this prayer of forgiveness, you don't have to do anything. Just be in your heart right now. I know that there is a divine, infinite power within me that is love, safety, harmony, order, and grace. I am one with this power. It is not separate from me, but it is indeed within me, and it is the reality of my being. From this place of oneness, with all the love and power that there is, I speak my word for myself. Insert your name here. I speak my word for myself, Elizabeth. I speak my word for myself, Nikki. I I speak my word for myself, Dawn. Whatever your name is, just insert your name right there. Knowing that all past traumas of abandonment, betrayal, rejection, and shame are uprooted from my very core and dissolved into pure love, I am healed at the deepest level of my subconscious mind regardless of people and conditions. It is the power within me that forgives and transforms my pain into the good for all concerned. I don't have to make it happen. I simply show up for myself in a way that I have never shown up before. And I allow the love within me to make the crooked places straight in my mind, in my heart, and in my life. And to bring me safely home to my true and authentic self. I am so grateful for this realization, this understanding, and my perfect healing through the power of forgiveness. It is done. It is finished. Amen. So I want you to take that prayer in every day and give that gift to yourself of affirmative prayer, affirming your safe passage back home to your true self through the power of forgiveness. It has been my pleasure to be with you. I love you. Peace and blessings.